Welcome to the Grappling Discourse Podcast. Today, I want to talk about the jungle, specifically, are lions king of the jungle? Guys, I was lazy today. I did absolutely nothing. This is probably the most lazy I have been in a long time. Now, the past couple of Sundays, I went for long runs. So I've been getting more and more into running. I've been trying to find an extra day or two to get a run in. And normally I take Sundays completely off, but I was like, hey, let's see. Can I add a Sunday run to my schedule? Turns out it's just not a good idea. I ran eight miles last Sunday and it just put me behind all week. I didn't fully recover from Monday. I was coming in sore and I just felt like I was kind of playing catch up with my recovery and I can't do that. I need to come into Mondays feeling 100%. I come in with extra energy. I just, I'm usually super excited for Mondays. But after the past couple of Sundays of these long runs, I've just kind of been dragging a little bit. Been really not looking forward to the workouts and the rolling. And uh, anyways, didn't do it today. Going to really um, come into tomorrow ready to uh, get the week started right. But while I was doing nothing... (sighs) I did a couple of things. The first, for some reason, I was obsessed with just looking up different art heists, like art thieves. And I was reading a ton about art and all these paintings that have been stolen. Some have been recovered, others not. Very fascinating. That's a whole nother story. I also saw on UFC Fight Pass that there was a grappling card, Submission Hunter Pro. They were having an eight man absolute tournament for $5,000 and Big Dan was being featured. He was the number one seed, definitely the favorite to win it. And right now, Big Dan from New Wave is a must-watch grappler for me. He is absolutely terrifying. I think he is the scariest guy in the world right now. Like if you told me, Matt, you have to win a match and if you win this match, you get $10,000. We're going to give you a choice between A and B grappler. If A grappler was Big Dan, I would pretty much always choose the B grappler. I don't care if it was Gordon Ryan, Craig Jones, Nicky Ryan, whoever, Ethan Krillins. It doesn't matter who you named. I would choose them over going against Big Dan. He is 6'8", 300 pounds, and he is ripping through people left and right. I mean, just destroying dudes. And I want no part of it. I hope I never share the mats with Big Dan, especially if it's a competition, if money's involved in a competition. Now, Big Dan, going into this, I was expecting, like, okay, we're probably going to see him pull guard. We're going to see a lot of leg lock attempts. That's just what he does. And his leg locks are terrifying. That's just what he does. And looking at the field, there were some good black belts. A couple of elite level guys, like not top 10 guys in the world, but, you know, some really good black belts. Guys, I I pretty much knew everybody's name, I think, except one guy. But, yeah, a a lot of pretty well-known dudes. But still, thought Big Dan was going to run through them. And what he did, what he did today was nothing short of amazing. I have never seen a performance like that. 
Big Dan in his first round win against Francisco Lowe. Now, Francisco's coming off WNO victory over William Tackett. We all know William Tackett's a beast. I think Francisco is a Nogi World champion. If he's not, he's placed at Nogi Worlds, and he's a very good up-and-coming grappler. He's an elite-level grappler for his weight class. Now, Big Dan's probably got 100 pounds on this guy, but I've seen Big Dan struggle with athletic guys. We saw... At who's next? We saw him struggle with Andrew Tackett. So I was wondering, okay, how's he going to do against an elite level guy that has very good movement, that can scramble with William Tackett and beat him in scrambles and ends up taking a decision victory at WNO? How's he going to do? Well, Big Dan destroyed him. Big Dan didn't leg lock him. No, he mounted him and finished with the mother's milk. Now, the mother's milk is in my opinion, the most dominant submission you can hit on somebody. Now, typically, you'll hear people say that's the rear naked choke because there's a lot of steps involved to getting a rear naked choke. If you start on bottom, you got to sweep. you got to pass the guard. you got to get back exposure. Then you got to finish with a rear naked choke. From standing, take somebody down, pass their guard. Back exposure, rear naked choke. A lot of steps. you got to do a lot of jujitsu to get to the back and finish. But it's really the mother's milk. It's just such a rare submission. I think in the past couple of years, we've seen it a few times. Most famous, uh, most famously, we saw Gordon Ryan try to finish Pedro Mourinho at that WNO event where he tried for 30 minutes. And he came close a couple of times, but he just couldn't quite get it. I think we saw Giancarlo Bodani use it a couple of weeks ago at an ADCC Open. And you'll see it here and there, but it's a very tough move to pull off. You have to pin somebody from the mount position in no gi. And then you are smothering them with your chest. I mean, Gordon Ryan couldn't get it against Pedro Marino. Now, Pedro's an elite-level grappler, but still, what Gordon's been doing the past couple of years, it seems like he can do anything to anybody. And he was having a tough time pulling it off over the course of, I mean, he tried for probably 20 minutes. But Big Dan, in under like three minutes, finishes Francisco Lowe. Second match, Austin Orenday. I think he's a Pedago guy. If not, not sure. But black belt, good leg locker, had a good win in his first round matchup. Well, Big Dan passes his guard and finishes him from the mount with Mother's Milk chest. He is using his chest to smother, and these guys are panic tapping. I'm just watching this. I'm horrified. I cannot imagine being underneath Big Dan's mouth and him putting his chest and smothering me with his chest. Now, in the finals, he was going against an Australian gentleman. His name, it escapes me right now, but I'd heard of this guy before. He had a good performance, but Big Dan hit him with a beautiful Uchimata passes his guard, and finishes again from the mount with the smother choke, with the mother's milk. He goes three for three, wins $5,000 with using a chest smother from the mount position. It just does not get more dominant than that. And his total mat time was like five, six, seven minutes. Like six minutes for three matches, all being finished from the mount. I mean, a lot of guys really struggle no-gi mount. And Big Dan just dominated from there. And it was terrifying to watch. 
terrifying. It just made me think, how long until Big Dan, like his next ADCC, Big Dan, the favorite for the absolute, the way he's improving, and just how big he is. He is 6'8", 300 pounds. Those are advantages that are very hard to overcome. Very, very hard. Length and size like that with the strength, I mean, the dude is a freak. And from everything I can see, he seems very intelligent, a very like student of the game. He's super flexible. He inverts beautifully. I mean, he has jujitsu of a small guy, yet he can get on top and just smother you with his chest. Now, got me thinking about the jungle. As I said, I'm doing nothing. I just watched that start going down rabbit holes in my brain, and I'm starting to think about the jungle. And I'm like, is the lion really king of the jungle? Now, I get it. Lions are apex predators, and they're going to be most people's answers to this question. Lions routinely hunt animals bigger than them. They've taken down pretty much everything in Africa, and they're, I mean, they're badasses. But think about this. Most apex predators, most animals like the lion, bears, um, other animals like that, they start off very young, learning how to fight, learning how to kill. If you ever watch cubs, the way they play, I mean, they're just play hunting. They're play killing with each other. They were bred and born to hunt and kill. Not the elephant. But the elephant has recorded kills on lions, on humans. Like the elephant can kill, but it's only killing is like really just stepping on. It's a stampede. They get mad, they stampede, and they trample. And if you get underneath an elephant, odds are you're going to get jacked up, probably going to die. But think about this. The elephant doesn't train how to kill. From an early age, they're not wrestling like bears. They're not fighting amongst each other right they're not learning they're not training how to kill other organisms and it got me thinking about that like okay if if elephants trained if they just started from an early age and they were trained in different ways to kill other animals they would be the king of the jungle right like it has to be they're thousands of pounds bigger than a lion so if they just trained they put in the hours They'd wipe out lions easy. They'd be the best. They'd be the most dominant killers on the planet. Big Dan is that elephant, right? Big Dan. 6'8", 300 pounds. Most guys, I mean, 230 is a big guy, and he's got 60, 70 pounds on that guy. Big Dan is training with one of the three best coaches alive. He's got all these phenomenal training partners, like big guys. Think about who he's training with. He's got Gordon Ryan. He's got Nicholas Marigali, both 230. So he's getting really good looks. Is his size, his technique going to be too much for guys that are especially are sub 200 pounds? I know Andrew Tackett beat him, but the way Big Dan's evolving and the way he's looked recently, like, I just don't, there's no way. I cannot see Andrew Tackett beating him currently. I just can't. So now I'm just kind of waiting, like, is Big Dan, is like an 
inevitable for him to be the best guy in the world? How much does size really play a factor? And I think we're going to get this answer through watching Big Dan. Will Big Dan become an ADCC absolute champion? That is what he is training for. He's going to all the ADCC Opens. He's training again at one of the best teams in the world at New Wave. He trains with the current ADCC Super Fight champions. So like he is being bred almost to win an ADCC championship. So we're really going to find out. Like, I like is size the most important factor? Is it? Yeah, Nikki Rob just beat him, and Nikki Rob would have beat him underneath easily. Beat him underneath an ADCC rule set. But much like Nicky Rod, Big Dan's very early in his career. He's got a lot of time left. Now, here's the thing. You know, I know a lot of you big guys are like, man, you're just comparing Big Dan to an elephant. Look, I wish I was 6'8", 290 pounds, 6'8", 310 pounds, whatever Big Dan is. I wish. You know how easy jujitsu would be? If I could just take my jujitsu and put it in a guy like that, I'm not saying I'd be ADCC champion, but I'd be really damn good. I'd be beating a lot of guys. And I get it, you know, because I see like Big Dan. He's always letting us know, hey, it's not my size that is getting me these victories. It is my technique. I think even on his Instagram, he's got like a, it's like something about technique. And look, I know. It sucks whenever somebody tells you, like, I know if a big guy beats somebody, I don't know how many times you guys have heard after you've just smashed somebody, oh, man, you're just so strong. Or, man, you're just so big. Man, you're so heavy. I just can't move you. And I hear big guys all the time like, no, no, no. I actually didn't put all my weight on you. I didn't even put all my weight on you. I was putting a lot of the weight on the ground. I just know how to use my weight really well. Ah, no, I'm using technique. I'm not just using brute strength. I hear big guys all the time, they have this dilemma, especially big guys that train really well and that have a lot of smaller training partners. Like, I just don't know how much of my strength to actually use. Because if you're 250 and above and you're rolling with somebody under 200 pounds, you know, like, they, they probably feel like a child. I know at least when I roll with guys that big, I feel like a child. They grab me and they feel like different human beings and none of them are six eight three hundred pounds so i can only imagine big dan wrapping his hands around my arm like it would just be terrifying but yeah i get it nobody wants to hear that jujitsu has always been about technique and strength doesn't matter we've been fed this lie over and over and over again there's a reason all the guys at adcc or most of them at least use steroids they try to get as much size and muscle on and they compete in a division that allows them to do that because size and strength matters but we've never seen somebody like big dan i mean i guess the closest is like orlando sanchez but orlando sanchez was really just a short fat guy he was like a bowling ball and he was just really hard he basically had like no limbs because of the way he was built so yeah he was a giant but he doesn't have the advantage. Like the length, the length is so hard to overcome. If you've ever rolled with somebody way taller than you, you'll know like, dude, like when they frame on you or when they get on top, like they, they make you feel like it. They make you feel half your size. I'm an average size dude. Whenever I roll with like Travis, 
or especially somebody taller. We have a guy that's like six seven, six eight at our gym. He's just a white belt, getting close to his blue. But even him, he just he feels like he's like a nephilim. <laughs> he's one of those giant people that I've heard tales about from the old. Just when we grapple, like yeah, I stand next to him, they're tall. But when we grapple, they feel even taller. It's strange. And Big Dan's got both those advantages. So I know, again, you're using technique to win big guys. It's funny, like Big Dan is in the perfect situation because I think big guys get the short end of the stick a lot of time. And a lot of people duck rolling with you. A lot of people, um, you know, if you do win, they're going to always blame it on your size. Um, but at the same time, I feel like you guys get hindered by that because especially if you're not training at a really good gym with a lot of really good grapplers, I've seen, I think some of the worst guys that I've seen over the years, just technique-wise, have been guys that trained at other gyms that were really big and they came like came through, they were visiting from out of town maybe, or they were just like stopping in, or maybe I was out visiting um, somewhere. I shouldn't say that because I think almost every place I've ever trained has, has been pretty damn good. But we've definitely had some guys come from like small towns, smaller places, and they uh, they struggled technically because they're one of the bigger guys at their gyms, and they're just used to using their size to have success. And so then when they come into a really technical gym like our gym, they really um, struggle, and a lot of the stuff doesn't work. And they really realize, I guess, how limited their jujitsu actually is. But I think if you're a guy and you're lucky enough to have really good training partners or other big guys that are serious about training to train with, like the sky's the limit. I just think about some of the guys that train at our gym that are big guys, 250 and over, and I can't imagine how good they would be. Like they're doing amazing right now and some of them are really scary right now. I can't imagine how good they'd be if they trained at like New Wave where there just was some elite, elite level 230 plus guys they're getting to train with big dan Giancarlo bodani gordon ryan nicholas marigali after a year man the improvements would probably i mean they would just be astronomical astronomical and so big guys is one of those things like you've got to find other talented big guys to train with you're never fully going to unlock your true power training with oh i get it you're training with small technical guys you're going to pick up things from them but at the end of the day you need to feel another big body somebody that at the end of the day you know you can't just use size and strength to get an advantage on like yeah you're going to pick up a lot and um i think one of the things i'm most proud about our guys at our gym like there's a couple of these big guys they flow so beautifully they move they can gramby uh, it's just super impressive to watch but there's times they need to practice smashing. They need to be practicing moves like the mother's milk or any of like chest compressions and some old catch wrestling style. Like they need to practice that. But doing it on the small guys, like no, they need to do it. They need to practice it on guys their own size. So is the lion king of the jungle? I don't know. I really think that with training from a young age, an elephant trained to fight and trained to kill would at the end of the day beat the lion really beat anything in its way till next time guys i love and appreciate you peace